Pompeii, the Great Depression, the death of Her Majesty the Queen, and Big 12 football in 2023. Tragedy. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, everybody. I am dumbfounded from ESPN Central Texas. Thank you for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. On today's show, West Virginia shocked by Houston. TCU will fold BYU and take the underdog. I am. Thanks for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. I'm in shock still. There was a point in time last night. So let me paint the picture for you. If you didn't watch this game, if you're a BYU fan, a TCU fan, if you're a normal person, a UCF fan that thought, you know what? I'm going to bed. Done. Not going to watch it. There's a paint drying competition going on down in Panama City. I got to make it. I get it. I understand. I understand. Houston's the worst team in the Big 12. West Virginia is a top three team in the Big 12. Why would you watch this? Shouldn't be a game. But West Virginia, three-point favorites? Duh. Obviously, that's going to hit. So I, being the smart guy I am, don't overthink it. Don't overthink the rat line. I thought, you know what? I'm going to go to FanDuel, one of the proud sponsors of Locked On Big 12. I'm going to put a little a little dough on it. Uh-huh. So let me paint you the picture here. West Virginia is down by double digits, 11 points with about seven minutes to go. And I'm thinking, oh, man, here is where I double down. I go in. And I throw another $10 to win 150 bucks on West Virginia. Because it's astronaut. There's just no way they win. Six minutes to go down by 11 points where they get the ball. And Garrett Green is just him. I've got all these prop bets on Garrett Green. I've got prop bets on C.J. Donaldson. And they're all parlayed with the idea that West Virginia wins. And if you're not a sports better, then bear with me here. And just understand that I'm rooting for teams to be good in the Big 12. I like good teams. By the way, before I get into all this jazz, by the way, by, by the way, Houston, congrats. This is pretty dope. You're the first new team to get a Big 12 win. Good job. You won this game. Houston outplayed West Virginia for a great portion of this game. You didn't win on just a fluke. Houston outright won this game for a majority of it. If anybody was going to win on a fluke, it was West Virginia. Houston dominated a good portion of that ball game. Well, later on... Hudson Clement on fourth down, catches a 50-yard pass. It's a short pass. Clement takes it 50 yards with 12 seconds to go. Garrett Green. Here's this, like, Hudson Clement cement his name in West Virginia history. You were going to lose by double digits. You found a way to come back in the very end. Garrett Green finishes with 391 pass yards on only 20 completions. He he becomes a legend on a night where the running game was not as good as it usually is. Garrett Green scores two touchdowns himself in the run game, puts the team on his back. Devin Carter steps up massive. Hudson Clement was not good until he was at the very end, and it's all done. It's all over. We can go home. West Virginia has done it. And then they didn't anymore. Then Donovan Smith rolls, escapes, launches deep. There's no way, right? 12 seconds to go when Houston got the ball. They'd already returned a kickoff for a touchdown. So you're thinking, you know what? That, that's a dangerous thing that could happen. You know, there's, a way, there's a way that Houston could return it. They didn't. 
I'll just find Dalton Carnes. Eight yards. Oh, eight yards. You know, you got to throw, throw a 50-yard Hail Mary here for Houston to shock the world. The worst team in the Big 12. Dana Holgerson on the hot seat. Going to be fired. Can't lead this team to a win. Neil Brown, trust the climb. I have trust issues. I was so bought into the climb, and the climb did me absolutely dirty. I'm sitting here intently all night long thinking, you know what? My dream scenario is for West Virginia, this team that I dogged on all preseason, to be good now. To beat, to beat Texas and Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. To move on and represent this conference in the college football playoff. I was a Neil Brown lover. I was a climb believer. Fire everybody. Hail Mary pass from Donovan, old Texas Tech quarterback, old, literally old Texas Tech quarterback, Donovan Smith. Stephon Johnson, 49 yard touchdown. Bat it down, brothers. Houston, congratulations. You had won this game fair and square, outright, and then you lost this game. 50-yard touchdown. Clement takes it to the house. Garrett Green, there's a point where Clement, Garrett Green are celebrating on the sidelines like kings. They have... They have become a part of this lore at West Virginia, this, this dream season of one-win games. I'm at a bar, by the way. I, I, in the fourth quarter, my buddy was like, hey, let's go, get, let's go get a bite to eat. You know, it's like 9 o'clock Central Time. It's like, you know what? I will. We'll go to George's Bar in Waco, Texas. We'll get un cerveza. Watch the end of this game, which wasn't looking good. And I'm standing up. I'm doing like the old man guy stance in the middle of the restaurant. Arms crossed, gut poked out, just kind of leaning back and forth. <laughs> kind of like the in and out of the, mm, I don't know about it. Looking at the clock, you know, crunching some numbers, doing some math, talking to the buddies at the table. I'm the one standing up. They're, in, they're intently watching the Braves Phillies. I'm watch. I'm a maniac. Like, dude, why do you care? It's West Virginia, Houston. It's like, I'm glued to this. I'm glued to Tim Brando, who had a really, I had to mute the TV at one point because it was so rough. Because Tim would be like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys listened to the game. It was insane. He'd be like, 59-yard catch. I mean, 49, I mean, 40, I mean, 41-yard catch. It's like, what's going on right now? <laughs> Just the whole thing. The whole dang thing's a fever dream. I'm standing at the bar, rocking back and forth. Dad stands. Just, uh-huh. Uh-huh. They find short route right there. Get out of bounds. And West Virginia scores this touchdown, and I think, you know what? I just won so I just bankrupted FanDuel. I'm sitting there, knee deep in chips and salsa. Salsa, I think salsa is Spanish for salsa. I don't know. Maybe chips is Spanish for chips too. Como se dice chips? Sit my cerveza in hand, chicken salad on the way. <laughs> my buddy was like, hey, what if they throw a Hail Mary here? And I was like, <laughs> no way that happens. I just glanced at the television, at the telly, to watch West Virginia bat it down and move to stay undefeated, move to 3-0 and in conference play, and instead we wake up today, West Virginia 4-2 and overall, 2-1 and in conference, the Houston Cougars, who had gotten beaten by a combined 44 points in their first two Big 12 games. One. 80 combined points. 80. 42 of which came in the fourth quarter. Fourth down and 10, and West Virginia throws a miracle touchdown pass to cover three. All we need to do is cover three, guys. 
It's the easiest thing to do. And Neil Brown keeps his job and everybody's happy. You know what? Now there's another head coach we got to At this point, now not only do we fire Dana Holgerson, we also fire Neil Brown. So thanks, guys. We started the night with one fired guy. Now we have two. I mean, you know, like, is the magic done? Is that it? Did we trust the climb a little bit too much? Was I too trusted? And West Virginia posts this great video pregame of everybody doubted us. Nobody believed. You know, all these different videos of people in the media being like, yeah, I think West Virginia sucks. And West Virginia said, hold, hold my musket. I'll show you sucks. I'll lose with 38 people in the stands. Houston, you got to be better than that, man. I get it's a Thursday, but welcome to the Big 12, dude. You're, you're in the, the Power 5 now. West Virginia had the ball a lot in this game. 546 yards of offense, but Houston just scored, you know? Like, forced turnovers and scored. Where they were up. Who deserved to win this game? Also, just what a field rush. I, all of it. It's just like, a <laughs> dude, what was that? The most Big 12 thing ever this year. I'm going to get into later some of the crazy things that have happened this season. And this is one of them. Also, if you're still with me, if you're with me here, if you subscribe, if we hit, hit 10,000 subscribers by January 1st, I will buzz cut my head. Yep. And we're on a, ra- <laughs> a rapid pace there, by the way. So do the like thing, do the click thing, whatever it is, it floats your boat here, and I'll do the shaved head thing, all right? Here on Locked On Big 12, coming up TCU, where they fall to BYU at home. This is Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is sponsored by LinkedIn Talent Solutions, when you need to find the right candidate to fill a job and fill a job fast. LinkedIn Talent Solutions. You go to the purple hashtag hiring frame. You tell LinkedIn, you're like, hey, look, dude, here is what I need. I need a janitor. I need an office assistant. I need an intern. Be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. I have a great intern. Sometimes she posts polls or things. They don't always make a lot of sense. So sometimes you might see a comment or a poll and be like, hmm, <laughs> it's like, who's the best quarterback in the Big 12? And one of them might say Nico Marchiol. If that happens disregard she's doing a really she's doing a great job she's doing a great job brooklyn uh with my social media and i think her polls are fantastic by the way so just when you see something really random know that's what it is and love it because she came from linkedin talent solutions small businesses rated number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors linkedin jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college linkedin.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free keep in mind terms and conditions they do apply TCU and BYU this weekend is one of the games that I have scheduled. I'm going to go through in the last segment here all of the games and kind of give you a brief rundown of what I think is going to happen this weekend. But after the madness that was yesterday with West Virginia and Houston, how can you not believe that every underdog not only has a shot, but they just will win at this point? That's what this conference, what our conference is made of. If you're one of the newbies, you're a UCF fan, you're a Cincy fan, you're a Houston fan riding high today, hopefully you had some cervezas non-alcoholic athletic brewing company or not. And then BYU fans, welcome to the league, buddy. Welcome to the Big 12. This is what it is. No Chandler Morris for TCU. No. They are down to their backup quarterback, who I can only describe as the prototypical, like Mr. Texas Josh Hoover being his name adds to it. Six foot one, 200 pound, Rockwall native, the freshman, 
blue collar, get it done. Although Brockwall is not really a blue collar area. Just feels like Josh Hoover. Like I go and I look at Josh Hoover, the picture that they have on, on TCU for ESPN. I look at the picture of Josh Hoover and think, that guy's a beta. Not not like the beta male thing. He's just is a beta in the fraternity at TCU. That's what I, I see Josh Hoover. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, 100%. I see that guy at tailgates all the time. And he is the quarterback for the Texas Christian Horn Frogs. This is dangerous. I've heard a lot of bad things. Not bad things about Chandler Moore. Necess- I, I, bad's a strong word. I heard he's kind of a turd sometimes. Yeah, it's not the best locker room guy. Not everybody loves him. Uh, I think the Hoover kid's probably different. I bet they're really excited to have this Hoover kid. Maybe a new spark because Chandler Morris wasn't really getting it done. Although, I don't think he's ready. Yeah. I don't think he's ready. Keaton Slowis is old, man. We've talked about this before. He is old. And he just kind of smart. You know, I wasn't super impressed with him against Cincinnati. Thought Keaton Slovis, one in every seven passes, is a Heisman caliber pass. One in every seven passes. Terrible. Screen pass, Keaton. Just give it to the dude. Just dump it off to him. Just just let him. Yeah. Here's a running back. Just, just give it to him. And then the other five passes, right down the middle. Pretty much right down the middle. BYU only averages 318 yards of offense. They don't do a lot of offense because their run game is so bad. But their defense is freaking good, man. Now they allow 360 yards per game. So I, I, what you're seeing here is a BYU team. You're like, oh, shoot, man. How are they winning? Timely play. Timely play. Third downs late in the game. Fourth downs late in the game. Defensively or offensively, they step up. You need a turnover. They step up. Late in the first half, early in the second half, that middle eight. That's just kind of where BYU wins. They don't have to dominate you. This is a, we're going to do just enough, and we're going to win the game. Such as how Kansas beat BYU. They, we're going to do just enough, make the, the right play at the right time, and win the game. That's how BYU does it. TCU, they're really good at losing games. They're really good at finding ways to not make the big play when it's needed. 24-21 loss to West Virginia, which looks way worse now, by the way. The whole conference looks way worse because everyone's losing. Iowa State on the road, 27-14. Now 0-2 in Big 12, 1-2. 0-2 in your last two in Big 12 play for TCU. Against a BYU team looking for its first win against an original original Big 12 team. ESPN giving TCU a 72% chance to win this game. Not only do I think BYU wins this, I think BYU holds Josh Hoover and the TCU offense. Monty Bailey's going to get a lot of carries. He has to. I think BYU holds them under 20. I'm going Cougars 27-17. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be one of those gross afternoon games at Amon G. Carter where you know, 30,000 people show up. And I don't blame you. You know, There's other things to do in the DFW area. 30,000 people show up out of the 46,000 capacity stadium. 77 degrees, beautiful day for football, but it's a 2.30. And you just go, you know what? Nah. If I'm, if I'm out and about, do I, do I watch this game? I do. I'm a maniac. I think BYU's defense, timely play. TCU seems like they're really reeling right now. The offense was not terrible under Chandler Morris. I like what the run game has done for TCU. I don't think we give enough credit to Monty Bailey, although his ability to score, like his red zone game, was not elite. Will he run you over to get in the end zone? Be five foot nine, eh. two hundred seventy pounds, a big dude, but only two touchdowns. 
hasn't really been utilized in the red zone enough. TCU in the red zone reminds me of the Dallas Cowboys. Not a good thing. Finishing drives has been an issue for the Frogs. And that's where BYU takes advantage of you. That's what BYU does best. Is they say, oh, you made a mistake? We'll make you pay for that. Oh, you're third and long? Probably, you might not convert this. I think it happens this week. I think, I think BYU gets its first win in a old, an old, weird rivalry, a random rivalry. Old West rivalry. Give me BYU this week over TCU. I think it's going to happen. Hey, we live in the weirdest, wildest times. You know that? We do. And none of this makes any sense at all. That's coming up next. This is Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, and it's every day. Ah, today's show is sponsored by FanDuel. Ah, you know, it is, I love it. Sometimes it's the bait of my existence because I go in and I don't make money, but every single time that I play FanDuel, play on FanDuel, it is just fun. FanDuel has awesome promos constantly for people who listen to Locked On or are associated with Locked On. And right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action spreads, player props, over-unders, more. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Right now in the NFL, it is America's number one sports book, and FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Our league makes no sense. This weekend, I have some wild stuff happening, including Iowa State five-point underdogs beating Cincinnati. And I don't think you're going crazy. I don't, I don't think you're throwing things. If you're a Cincinnati fan, 0-2 in Big 12 play, 2-3, and th- losers of three in a row, I-, I think maybe you're surprised to be five-point favorites against Iowa State. I think Kansas, they cover three against Oklahoma State, but I wouldn't be shocked if OSU wins based on the way this, the, the way this league is going. I think BYU beats TCU as six-point dogs. Texas Tech and Kansas State. There's listen to this. Listen to this. Just just hear me out here. Hear me out. Four crazy things. Five. Five crazy things happen. Houston beats West Virginia. Pa-ching. Iowa State beats Cincinnati. That's not insane. Oklahoma State beats Kansas. We would usually never bat an eye at that. BYU beats TCU. One team's four and one. One team's three and three. And Kansas State. Upsets Texas Tech on the road. Yeah. None of those things I just told you. The wildest of those things, Houston over West Virginia, has already happened. The rest of them are still in play. I want to take you on a little time travel. Week one. Ah, you wake up Saturday, September 2nd, 103 degrees in Waco, Texas, where I live. And you think, hmm, Rice and Texas play today. And you know what we see we're treated to in the 11 a.m.s in Central Time? Colorado beats TCU. 21-point underdogs. Colorado upsets TCU. Little did we know that would be the trend for the rest of this season. Also that day, Texas State beats Baylor. You're thinking, all right, this isn't good. This isn't, this isn't good. And then Wyoming beats Texas Tech. In day one, day one of this conference, Wyoming beats Texas Tech. Texas State beats Baylor. Colorado beats TCU. And at that point, somebody released a podcast uh, for a different Big 12 site. It was like, hey, everybody's overreacting. Everybody's stay calm. It's not going to be as bad as you think it is. 
and they were wrong. That was just week one. Three monumental upsets in my book. Let's take you to week two. Here's where the Big 12 struggles in that Utah beats Baylor. Oregon beats Texas Tech in a game that Tech could have won down the stretch. Oregon scores 20 points in the fourth quarter. Obviously, Texas over Bama doesn't really help us in the long run. Iowa over Iowa State, that's not fun. A couple of, of awesome ones, right? Cincinnati over Pitt, UCF over Boise State. You're like, oh, wow. What if these save the day? And then Rice beats Houston, and that's all right back down the crapper. So week two, you know, kind of, a, kind of a, an even keel. You know what? Fine. Week two's fine. Week three, Missouri beats Kansas State. Baylor struggles against Long Island. Ohio beats Iowa State. What I hope you're gathering here is, shoot, there have been a lot of bad games. There have been a lot of Big 12 teams that have just lost to bad teams. Or there have been a lot of games that just don't make any sense, such as my same week, Miami of Ohio. Never scores more than seven points in a quarter and beats Cincinnati. Yeah, 31-24 in double overtime. In that same week, remember Ohio just beat Iowa State. Miami of Ohio beat Cincinnati. South Alabama, 33. Oklahoma State, 7. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State. This is the same week that West Virginia beats Pitt, BYU beats Arkansas. Those are very fun to talk about. But remember, Miami of Ohio got a win against a Big 12 team. Week 4. Again, we're on our time machine right now. And you're going, ooh, hopefully this gets better at some point. Texas and Oklahoma both win in week four. Not shocking. What is shocking is when Texas Tech falls to one and three as they lose to West Virginia, who's three and one in Big 12 play. That's great. Maybe they can keep this momentum going. I guess we'll have to see. As we continue on our time travels, whoa! Oklahoma State lost to Iowa State too? That poor team, their season must be over. They might not win a game again. Luckily, Kansas State beat UCF. They can still run the table in the Big 12. Week 5, BYU over Cincinnati. We start clean. Texas over Kansas. We expect Oklahoma over Iowa State. That's normal. Texas Tech over Houston. That's great. Then we get some wild stuff. Double-digit favorite UCF loses to Baylor, who scores 26 in the fourth quarter. Baylor, the new worst team in the Big 12. And TCU... Loses at home to West Virginia. Now we're thinking, surely West Virginia's good. Surely West Virginia's good. They get a bye in week six. We'll visit them later, right? Well, luckily, week six starts with an easy one. Kansas State's going to move to 4-1 and one in Big 12 play. Vie for a title. Nope. Nope. Oklahoma State. Double-digit underdogs. Beat Kansas State 29-21. And we all go... Oh, no, that's not good. Kansas beats UCF. Kansas, the dark horse here, being a normal team. Texas Tech beats Baylor. And then TCU, who just played for a national championship, loses to Iowa State, who's now 2-1 and one in Big 12 play. And we're all looking at each other going, there's no way it gets crazier, right? Well, the conference's darling, West Virginia, Loses outright to Houston on a freaking Hail Mary. Oh. Now this week, there's a legitimate way Iowa State, Kansas, and Texas Tech are all 3-1 and one in Big 12 play after this week. How does that make any sense? 
How does any of this make any sense? How am I supposed to keep talking about this and making picks when none of it adds up? How do I keep giving you best bets when I'm losing money hand over fist on this league? I love it. I love parody. It just makes my job so insane, and it's great. Oh, hope you're, I hope you all are enjoying the Big 12 as much as I am. TV markets aren't. TV stations aren't. But I am. This has been. Uh, please come back tomorrow. Because well, not tomorrow. It's Saturday. I won't, it's on a Saturday, all the way to work. Sunday and a Monday and all that stuff. This has been. It always will be locked on. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Dos grande. Grandes.